Hello. <laughs> oh, look at that hello. shirt. Uh, hello. Hello, Captain. What's going on? Well, well, we'll get to that. That's, um, that shirt's amazing. Give us a stand up. Show me that shirt. Mm. Mm. What do you reckon? That's incredible. That's pretty sick, eh? That's so cool. <laughs> I actually think we should get these done. We probably, probably. should. Mm. Are we breaching any kind of AI legislation or something doing that? Well, I just think we just need to take out the Rockstar logo because it's actually had the Mid Journey logo there. Yeah. And um, we could just pop Boss and the Brewer logo or something. We'll get someone to Photoshop it and blur it out or something. Probably also can't say Jack Daniels, can it, in fairness? It doesn't say Jack Daniels. Oh, doesn't it? No, it's like um, it's the AI interpretation of Jack Daniels. Oh, okay. It actually does not say Jack Daniels. <laughs> you know how when you do stuff and it get it to write text and it just sort of does this pretend text and stuff like that? A bit. I reckon uh, let's ask the group if you're in the Boss and the Brewer Facebook group and um, you think that a chameleon T-shirt with a picture of a chameleon drinking uh, Jack Daniels is a sick form of uber fashion, um, let us know. Yeah. Maybe we'll give it a red hot go, I think. I like that you're doing it at the start of the episode. So yeah, uh, if you it. haven't joined the Boss and the Brewer Facebook group, do you know where it is? It's at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Boss and the Brewer. Yeah, it's pretty good. There's some good content in there. Normally the photos of you. Quality content. I think I've just seen your head. I've just seen one that's like just gone in there. I think just in the last few minutes. <laughs> yep, there we go. There's Maddie Wolf. I, he's just <laughs> so I don't know if you've seen the one where Maddie Wolf. He says when you need to do a key key piece of assessment, Steve Hendo Henderson has filthy glassware, and so he's actually signed up. He's a he's now um, the one of the brewing teachers at TAFE Queensland. Yeah. yeah. And um, so he's doing his TAE, and uh, in order for him to teach solo, he has to do the uh, Enterprise Presenter skill set, which you're quite familiar with. And um, so he has to give a presentation. So he's giving a presentation on how to clean glassware. Oh, yes. Fuck's That's sake. great. Have you seen the picture? Huh? No. <laughs> Give us a little linky the in picture. the notes here. Um, uh, oh, yeah, I can do that. Yeah. You got a beer? Yeah, uh, n- n- no, it's in the fridge. Oh, okay. I send this to you. Oh yeah, Dan Norris, send. There you go, send it. Um, oh. Can I just get it? Can I get my glass and my beers? I actually went and bought some beers today, so give me a second. I mean, I I do wonder why you didn't do that four minutes ago when we we're preparing for the podcast instead of after we started recording the podcast. That'd be my first question, but anyway, he's off now. I don't know what. Um, sidetracked. Got sidetracked. So yeah, okay. I got very go. sidetracked. I was doing something anyway. So I've got some interesting beers tonight. Oh, you sent it to me on Facebook. Oh, I see. Okay. I don't. I mean, what do you need to do? key piece of assessment? Oh wow. Yeah, what do you reckon? That's great. <laughs> His beard's looking strong too. He's been working on it. Isn't that. it? Well, he's a teacher now. It has to be. Yeah. It has to be nicely trimmed. Yeah. Um, what do you got? I've got three beers here. I've got a, a, a two Hawkers beers and um, a oh, local fuck, beer. Fuck, I forgot to call Mazen back. God damn it. Well, get him on next week. 
Oh, I feel, oh, he rung me again. I forgot. I was on holiday. In my defense, I was on holidays. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, anyway, I'm going to drink this local one I've got here. So look. We'll just make it an interesting show. It's called Face Melter by Sea Links. Oh. West Coast IPA. Wait, wait, wait. There we go. Nice. Face Melter. Face Melter. What, what kind of standos are we working with? They must be around 2%. Uh, 7.5%. So we are talking 2.6 standos. No. 2.3? Yeah. Really? 7.5%. Well, it's a 440ml can. Oh, shit. Is it? Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's um, send. Let's go. We're gonna all right. We're doing a sideways pour into the glass. That's I can't how you see stop it, it from going you... glug 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 glug. There we go. Oh, it's got a nice color to it. It's a fucking beautiful color. Wow, that looks rich. Two point six standos, mate. Wow. Okay. Look at that glass. That's actually not too bad tonight. Oh, that's fucking great. I'm going to get a close-up of that one. Now, I don't need Matty Wolf to tell me how to fucking clean a glass. Yeah. I know. Get you and your perfectly trimmed beard out of my face. Um, Can I make an announcement, Hendo? Mm-hmm. So, loyal listeners oh, of this podcast. God damn. That's actually good? really fucking good. Nice. That's excellent. Fuck yeah. Oh, man, I haven't had a West Coast IPA like that in ages. Nice. That's great. Is it dank? Is that how you would describe it? There's a bit of dank in there, and there's a little bit of uh, orange peel and orange pith going on, very citrus-like. Nice. And a nice nice like crystal malt sweetness going on in there. It's really good. It looks yeah, like looks, fucking looks orange dark. juice. Great. Mm. Yeah, so loyal listeners of this podcast will be aware that a few weeks ago I made the announcement that I boat. You bought a right? boat, yes. And I wanted you and our loyal 12 listeners to be the first to know that I'm, I'm officially – if you can't see this, I'm taking off my captain's hat. Yes. And I'm laying it down and I'm officially retiring from boating. Effective immediately. What 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 uh what happened, pray tell? Well, the plan was go on a you, camping so you were enjoying trip yourself. Australia. You were enjoying yourself with the boat. You were boating everywhere. We we're gonna to boat to the V8s in a couple of weeks. We were gonna do that. We aren't now because I've retired, but we were thinking about it. I was going to boat mm. everywhere. Mm. So I was going to go on a boating camping holiday with Aaron. The plan was we'll boat to South Stratty and then we'll camp yes. there yes. in a cabin. So it's not really camping. And then, which we, we did successfully. We got there quite quickly. It was pretty fun. We saw turtles and dolphins and some other shit. And then yesterday, the plan was to boat from South Stratty to the pub at Calypso which Bay. Pub? Okay, uh, yes, Harrigan. yes. Have you ever been there? Which one? Uh, Harrigan's Eclipso Bay. Uh, nope. It's a very, it, it's it's kind of Jacob's Well area. It's in a very weird area. It's in the middle of nowhere. It's this gigantic pub on the water. It's quite cool. Yes. Um. So the plan was boat there for lunch, but it was going to be an early lunch. So we left at like 10.30, had a little bit of a yes. fish on the way, and the plan was yes. get there around 11 when the kitchen, when it opens for lunch. Where were the cabins? South Strati. Uh Like Curran Cove or something? Tipplers. Oh, Tipplers. Tipplers, yes, yeah. yes. Tipplers Campground, yes. Yeah. So not so, too much of a not too much of a boat. You're looking on the Google Maps, right? I am looking on the Google Maps. And That's I think what I, I did. What hap- I think I know what, it, what, what, what it's about to happen. Well, I looked on the Google Maps and then we got in the boat and then we boated, which was all, which was all according to plan. And then 
we got to the like the river that Harrigan's is on. Yes. And I wasn't sure whether to kind of do a hard left or whether to go around and then go onto the other side of the river and go left. Yes. Yes. But a lot of the boats seemed to be going around, so I went around. This is also low tide, right? Yep. I thought it was low tide anyway. It was quite close to low tide. And then I got up close-ish to where the pub was, probably more than halfway, and it was clear I had to go back to the main channel because I could see all the boats going along that main channel, right? And I was on the other side. Yes, yes. And so the plan at that point was to boat from the right-hand side of the river to the left-hand side of the river, which if you're looking at – actually, share your screen. I'll share your screen, yeah. Share your screen. Do um do do you so, know how to do so, the satellite view? Oh uh, yes, yes. Of course. Oh layers. Here we go. Here we go. Right, yeah. So okay, you're zo- over here. No, no, no. Z- zoom in. You're over here at Tipplers. No, no. We're in this main river here where Harrigan's is on. This main river. Hang on. So in here, yes. Yeah, we're on this main river here. So between and Dinner right. Island, yes. Yeah. So go go to your right a little bit. Okay, so you can see the main channel there, right? It's going on yes, the yes. left-hand side of the river. Yes. The, right. You mean the dotted line where you can see the boats and the satellite view? That's exactly what I'm talking about. Yes, the dotted yes. line and there's boats in that. So let's go across a bit more. So see yes. that boat on see that boat on the left? So, so okay, yeah. So so where we are here, right? Actually, just just go a little bit more to the right. A little bit more. Okay, there, 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 there. So that you can see the main channel. So we're coming from this river down the bottom here, right? Just from yes. the Google sign. No, no, the other side. Uh, up, up this over, yes, yes. We're yes, coming yes. here. So I come out of the mouth of this river. Instead of going a hard left, where all the boats are going, I go over to the other side and I'm cruising along the other side of the river. Over here? Exactly. Exactly. I was there. Over here? Exactly there. Right in the middle and of where what... you've just drawn. See see what's in between there and the, and the main channel? That you've just circled? What, 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 what would you describe that as? Sand or mud or something. That's That's land. Yeah, that's land. Yeah. Yeah, but you so know, I, um, I was just thinking, boats aren't meant to go on land unless they're on a trailer. Well, the the, the irony is, this is this hat is from the, the aqueduct on the Gold Coast, okay. and I went yes. on that, and it went on land, and it went on water. But that's not a boat, though. It's an aqueduct. Right, but this is this is my training in boating. Is is this is, is my the aqueduct? Hat. This is all I know. Radio. Okay. So what happened when you took your boat on the like land? Well, what happened was. I, I came across this side of the river and it was all water. There was no land there because this this photo here has been taken at low tide, but at high tide, yes. sorry, it, it was at just before low tide, it's all water. So you can't see that yes. there's land underneath the water. Yes. Right? I mean, you could if you had a depth sounder, which I think is something that some people have on boats. Yes. I don't have one of those things. So I started driving across this way and all of a sudden the engine started bogging and I thought the best thing to do in bottom? this situation is to keep driving. Oh, dear. So I kept driving. And then a guy was parked over the back there and he came over in his little tinny and yelled out. And he, he said, don't keep driving because you're driving onto land and you're in a boat. Right? So, Did you listen to him? Well, yes. At that point, I was like, okay, cool. I'll get out of the boat. I could see there was about 10, about 15, 20 centimetres of water, right? Yes. And in the water was all reeds. It's all like like mushy reeds. Um, and so I jumped out of the boat and my feet sunk about 30, 40 centimetres 
into the mud. Oh. So it was all mud underneath and reeds, and it was about 15, 20 centimetres of water. Oh. Well, that's no good. Um, I can see you're sharing your screen and not paying attention. What is it? What, no, what, no, what? no. I'm trying to find the, the navigation map that you're supposed to use. Oh, oh there's a navigation map? Yeah. That, that like tells you, even if you don't, right? Mm. So basically, you got stuck on this sandbar. Right, an island. A la- it was on land. A land, this, this land where boats aren't meant to go. Mm-hmm. Unless you're right. the aqueduct. I don't think the aqueduct would have been able to drive on that land. It sounds like it was a bit squishy. It was very squishy. It was like the, it was like yeah. a never-ending story. Was so like- even the aqueduct would have been fucked. Yeah. Rightio. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so and, okay, so, so the guys like stuck? the guys like put it into reverse. I tried to put it in reverse. That didn't work. I chucked the anchor out and tried to pull the boat around to get to get it facing his boat so he could chuck us some rope and pull us out of there. Yep. The anchor just got buried like 30, 40 centimetres under the mud. Yes. Did you I lose an anchor to, as well? I then tried to stand on the esky lid so I could at least stand outside the boat thinking I could get some weight out of the boat. Meanwhile, it was this was 11 o'clock, right? And I thought the high tide was – I thought the low tide was 20 past 11. Yes. So I thought, okay, so we're basically bang on low tide. The tide's going out. It's it's going to get worse for the next half an hour. Yes. But after that, it'll be fine. But turns out I was wrong about the tides as well because I didn't actually really check them. I just like Googled Gold Coast tides or something, and they right. changed from location to location, which is new, was news to me. Sure. Um. So. So anyway, we were stuck, and so we sat there. We sat there for an hour, and then I yes. noticed that the tides were actually lower than they were when we got there. Right, okay. And then we sat there for another hour, and they were the same. And then we sat there for another hour, and by this point, I was I was just not looking at the water behind us. Yes. And just um, waiting an hour before I looked to give myself the confidence yes. that things were improving. You know what I mean? I was like playing mental mind games with myself. Yep, yep. And... After the third hour, no better. Exactly the same. So this was 3 p.m. at this point. Still complete land around us. No water left. Yeah, okay. Radio. And then... Oh, here we go. Here's what we're looking for. All right. Let's have a look at this. A yacht. See, how do people navigate this with a yacht? I'm in a tiny little fucking 12-foot tinny. It's practically a yacht. Okay, right, here we go. Look. Let's have a look at this. So I'll zoom in here. Radio. So, okay. So you drove up this way on the on the western side of Tallinn Island. Correct. To chuck a left to go up towards. Jacob's well, I didn't. Well. Do, I didn't do that. You see how this picture's got the big um, red circle here? I didn't draw that red circle. No, someone else drew that red circle, but it looks someone a lot like your red circle that you drew. Uh, that's right. But do you know why someone drew that? Red circle there. I think it's 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 to signify that this is a zone for aqueducts. It's possibly. a zone for fucking land, mate. It says it's don't take your boat there. Oh, don't take your boat there. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. um, now I'm no sea captain, but well, neither am I, not anymore. But I can read a navigation chart reasonably well. Right? Mm-hmm. And and so you see these little green and red things here and the and the black and yellow thing here. Yeah, I still don't know what they mean. Let's uh, let's sort you out with a little bit of fucking seamanship, mate. Yeah. Right. So you would have been coming up here. You would have seen the green pole, 
right? So green means um, go. So no, not on. That, that's on land, mate. When you're oh, in the aqueduct. But I was on right? land. Well, that's true, but you were not like there, right? So okay. green um, means keep something on your right hand side, right? Red is port because the drink port is red. Mm, right? Yeah, I remember you telling me this, right? And then green goes on the right hand side. But that's only when you're going um, out. It's either out of port or into port or something like that, right? Because when you go on the other way, the green's going to be on the other side. Well, right? see, it sounds like you're as equally confused about this whole situation. You well, I can. Well, I'm reading the navigation map, and I can see the red line, which is the channel, and I can see that the the channel goes on the to the left of the greens and to the yes, right of the, yeah. of the reds, right? And then yep. you see this one here. With the yellow and black, with the two upward-facing triangles on top. Oh, I see. It's pointing that way, isn't it? I can see it pointing that way. That's where that, I am. No, that that. So those two triangles, mm -hmm. they can be or, those. They can be orientated different ways. So either up or down. And there's four different ways in which those two triangles can can sort of say, stay to the north of me, stay to the south of me, stay to the yes. east of me, stay to the west of me. Right. Um. And so this one here looks like it's stay to the north of me and what the, that that though those red yellow um beacons mean is that's a that's where two channels meet like an intersection it's like like bad reception on the right. tv or the radio so when you're when so, both, so when i can see talking. i can see here that there are a lot of navigation beacons mm. right and when you're when you're driving your boat you basically have to drive towards those those beacons yeah well see this right. arrow here pointing up Right, that's what I did. I went up a long way. That's not what it's trying to tell you. <laughs> no, I understand that now. Okay. Yep. Yep. Let's see if we can't find what the yellow navigation marker means. What does shoals uh, mean? I've seen that a few shoals, times in the water. Yeah, shoals is like a sandbar. Like that means oh. land. A shoal is a, is another name for land, mate. Oh, interesting. Um, there was no see. shoal sign on this land that I was on. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. That's this thing. Oh, look at this. Look at this. Okay. So here's oh. the Department of Tra Queensland Department of Transport, is it? Oh, WA Department of Transport. Anyway, so here's it basically saying. Oh, look at this. There you go. That Looks like a transport. Is anyone going to know what this means? Well, here we go, right? So let's have a look here. So, oh, look. So basically, the the yellow and black is indicating where the danger is. I see. Oh, right. okay. So, so it's saying the so danger is so, north, which is where I went. Well, not quite. So if we go back to this navigation map, so two upward-facing triangles means that the, there is, it means pass to the north side of this mark. Okay. How far north though? That was the bit. Just, that but you can you can hug the motherfucker if you want to, but you yeah. just got to you can you can go right near it. But you just I didn't do that. I went a long way north, like a which indicatively, meters. as you can see, the red line indicating that the the channel is also to the north, right? Just and yeah. so and so basically, you need as you're going up here, you would have seen the yellow and black with the thing that says go to the north, and that would have told you when you're at this red one just to the south. Don't cut across to that red one over there. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I went to the north and I went up to that bit there where it says shoals. But, I went there. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Shoals is it's another word for land. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. Um, and so, as you can see, you see the red and, and red and green poles and you just fucking 
you just go drive towards them, mate. That's all you got to do. Yeah, you see, see, I was using Google Maps. Fuck's sake! Let's go. Let's go back to Google Maps. <laughs> and um, okay. so, Google Maps is great when you're like, uh, I don't know, on land. Yeah, I was. Uh, well, it took you straight to where it was said it was going to take you to land. Yeah. Not so good if you're trying to drive on water with a boat. Right. Yeah. Okay. And so, yeah, basically, uh, you went out of the channel and went up on shoals. Yeah. There's another word for land. So I was on the shoals. And then, so so anyway, to finish the story, I, we, we were there till about four o'clock. How long were you stuck in total? Probably five, almost five hours. Fuck. Yeah. How did you pee? Uh, well, I peed off the side of the boat. Erin did not pee. That poor girl. Yeah, she was fine. She's a trooper. It was it was fine. Um, and then... So at about four o'clock, I could see the water was about 20 centimetres lower. I tried to reverse. It didn't work. And eventually I put it into forward and then just angled the motor, got it going, and it was just buried in mud. And you yep. could see the mud flying out the back of the boat. And I was yep. getting Aaron to hold the motor up a little bit. So it was yeah, stuck in the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and eventually some other guy came over and tried to rescue us. I was like, fuck, too late now, mate. Where were you five hours ago? Yeah. And then we managed to get it out of that bit and then back into that same section. But br- bring up that map again, right? Yeah, yeah. So at this point, I, w- I was out of trouble, but I was still the north side of this. The shoal uh, here? Right? Yes. So I was thinking, okay, what I, what would make sense would be to go to the right back where we came from because I know we came oh, there's more. There. there's more land there though. Well, exactly right. However, we, we successfully made it through there. So I thought if we successfully made it through, we can probably successfully make it back. Well, you would so have I drove all the way up to the right there, and then drove back towards the main channel and then hit those that fucking island right there, those reeds that you can see. I hit this that. One here? This no, one? no, up, up, up there. That bit that, yes, that bit. Yes. Yeah, I hit yeah. that bit trying to get back to the main channel and the same thing right. again. And this time, instead of trying to push over it, I just turned around and went back to here. So, yeah. ne- so we just got through that bit. I'm now I'm back to where we were at the back of the channel. Yeah. I boated all the way west. Down here. To yes. the end of here. Yes. And I made it through this bit. And then we got up to – so 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 at this point I was like, we can still get to Harrigan's because it's like 4 o'clock. It, it, we've got a, an hour and a half left. We just want to get to I, land and I fucking think, have a beer. Well, I think beer is probably the last thing you needed right then, mate. No, I needed a beer. I really wanted a beer. We'd sitting there for five hours doing nothing. I'm like, let's get a fucking mm. beer. Mm-hmm. Um. So, but, so if you keep going, keep going over a little bit more. I got to this bit, and you've got this fucking island here, right? Yes, dinner maybe, island. Maybe bring up your yeah. You, you might have a better. Oh yeah. Uh, minutes, but well, that one does this. This navigation map doesn't go all the way across. No, there, it doesn't. Let's see if we can find one that does. What oh, here we go. Here's dinner there, island. There we go. Dinner okay. island. Dinner island. See. Okay. Now look at this. Also very fucking complicated. I didn't have access to this information. Um, well, what it's basically saying is that you should have stayed on the north side here. Well, literally the boats that I did Google that. Maps are. I did that, yes, because I saw that and I thought, well, it's probably and very then, shallow in there, so don't go through. No, there, no, no, where the no. You would have been fine. You would have been fine because you would have seen a, a red and green marker, and then right. when you got when, to here, you would have seen that. No, green no, marker. no, well, 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 didn't get to there. Then. Didn't get to there. Did you go where this red arrow went? I went right where that red arrow is, which is probably I'm where. Pretty it's sure going, the arrow is red. And it's red, which probably means don't fucking go there. Well, that's where I went. Did you get run aground again? I ran aground again. 
<laughs> so this is like 4.30, 4.45, and then again, I didn't push Aaron on. must have been pissed at you, man. <laughs> she was fine. She's a fucking trooper. Thank God. Um, no, she's great. Um, but, but, yeah, so then anyway, I run around again here. So I turned around again and then went all the way up and then just cruised through here, just shitting myself, not knowing what I was doing, and finally so you can't up. go. You can't go through here. There's no markers. Well, you can because I saw some guy in a tinny go through there. Like you, you can in a tinny, that's fine. But you don't have a tinny, mate. I do have so a tinny. Actually, well, yeah. but what you need to do is once you got on here, you would have seen the red and green markers. Mm -hmm. Then you would have seen the green one, and you would have easily seen this. Red, well, I didn't uh, see that because I cut across where that red arrow is. Well, that's right. But had you have kept going, right, right, you wouldn't have seen these markers over here, or there would have been. It would have looked obvious that it's not a channel. And then you would yeah. have seen this this yellow cross marker, and that means that's an intersection of a of two channels. So you had to go up around this, and then back down that yeah, way. Yeah, I didn't do that. Didn't do that. Went through the middle, and also at pace. And as I started approaching this section at pace, I was like, "Oh, that water there looks a little bit lighter than the other water. It looks a bit yellowy." And then I was like, fuck, I've seen this before. So I turned a little bit and went this way. And then we hit the bottom again. And I was like, oh, my God, fuck this. <sighs> anyway, and hence um, my retirement. Yeah. Um, you, you can, you, you can, you should probably, um, there's probably an app mm -hmm. for navigation. Google Maps? No. 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 Um, or go to BCF and go buy yourself a paper map. Yeah, okay. Is that what, that what people do in 2023 by paper maps? Maybe. Well, it doesn't matter anymore because I'm, I'm retired. But He's selling the boat. It was a long day. He's selling the boat. Uh, we'll see. Maybe I'll keep it out. Or, the front. or alternatively, is Erin going to be the captain now? The captain. I, reckon, I reckon she'd do a better fucking job than you. It would not be hard. <laughs> it would not be hard. <laughs> Oh, oh dear! No. What a fucking shit show! Yeah, it was a shit show. Anyway, and so and anyway, so we got. Sorry, I want to wrap this up because we got a yeah. actual podcast to do. But we got to the pub, and then it was about four thirty, and the kitchen opened at five o'clock. We hadn't eaten all day, so we needed food. Didn't have any food on the boat. Didn't have any. Yeah, some would have been going down as well. What's you that? Drive your boat at night? Nah, can't drive at night. No lights, no nothing. So sunset was six, and then we're like, let's let's order some food. <laughs> So oh fucking hell, Dan! <laughs> no, 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 no! This is where I made a good decision because, like, Aaron was fucking starving. I was starving. We haven't hadn't eaten. Um, and then I, I sat there thinking, like, it's quarter to five. Right. I was like, we have to go through all that again. I've no, I don't really even know how to get back. Um, if we order food at five, it comes out at five twenty. Takes us twenty minutes to eat. It's going to be the sun will be setting as we're leaving this fucking pub. Mm. So made the wise decision to leave the food, leave the pub, and boat all the way back to Oh right, okay. So, so she never got food. No, she, she didn't hasn't eaten for three days, but we arrived oh. safely. So that was the important thing. God. <sighs> That's just fucking terrible, mate. Yeah. Fun times though. It was a good 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 trip. Yeah, yes, yeah, so, uh, Australia. Great, mate. Yeah, I fed a goanna an egg today. I don't know if you're allowed to do that. Ah, do they eat eggs? Yeah, he smashed it. Should we get on with there the news? Go. Oh, wait. Yeah. Before we do, do you remember this? Did you watch the, the uh, Grand Prix on the weekend? 
Ah, uh, yes, I did. Not a bad race, hey. Other than the, the uh, you know the standard Max Verstappen win. It was. I I actually thought that because the of the tire limit, tire lap limit, right? It made it a little bit predictable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Predict. Wait. Predictable in what sense? Um. So, um, well, you you knew when the drivers had to pit within a one or two lap window, right? Right, and so it made the race quite predictable. Well, there's there's one person who didn't predict the the outcome. Well, there's, there's two, right? And Who one of them's me, and the other one's you. Yeah, yeah, fuck, yeah. Because we had a we had what a over under bet. Oh, uh, didn't on. we have Mercedes? Did I have Mercedes up there or something? Or well, this, see, this is this is where I'm going to get to my favorite part of the, uh, my favorite part of the race, right? Which was when. So what happened at the start was Mercedes knocked each other out. Yes. Piastri got got from sixth to second position. Yes. And then Lando was close behind him, and then towards the end of the race. So so my, so my bet so the, the bet was best of the rest, and I betted I bet on Perez. Yes. Your bet was Lando. Yeah. Right. Right, and if you recall, towards the end of the race, Lando was Gaston third. Second, Lando was quicker. Third. Yeah, yeah. He was on on yeah, team radio. Lando wanted to pass. Yeah, he wanted yeah, to yeah. pass. What did they say? They said no. Keep the team orders. Team orders. So Zach Brown's fucked me over. Zach Brown has fucked you over. Mm. Anyway, but that was your that was your ability to get back to eight six, taken away by team orders from McLaren. Shame, isn't it? I was. It's a little bit of a shame. Yeah. yeah. Do you know that? Do you know the um, the last time? So, so Piastri won the sprint, right? Yes. Yeah. And the only other driver in McLaren to win a race in the last like ten years is Ricardo. Yes. Um. So Lando's never won. Never won a race. No, he's nearly won. He has nearly run. But then and, spun and out. the last time he almost won was when Ricardo won with McLaren. And yes. it was the same situation as that situation, which was yes, Lando yes. was quicker and the, te- yes. the team said, Team Waters, you're not going past. Yeah. So harsh. Dogged. It's a harsh sport. But anyway, I was happy to see you so lose. That, that's, a, that's a pass. Re- that's a push push through. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm an idiot for backing Perez. Perez is done. He's just done. He is so done, man. Damn. So done. I was wrong about Perez because I supported his elevation into Red Bull. I thought it was a good call at the time. Well, it was a good call at the time. Yeah. He's, he had a really good season last season. Yeah. But this, this season he's been terrible and he won't make it to next year. It's not looking good, is it? No. He might go to Alpha Tauri. Oh. Oh, Perez. All right, let's um, let's get into the news, should we? Yeah, what do you got? We're back to the standard craft beer industry news, which is we've got yeah. another voluntary administration. This time, Bad Shepherd. Mm. So yeah, not good news. No, no. Um, it's a bit of a sad one, really. Um, with um, uh, Derek and Didi, who are good friends of mine, who you know, um, um, yeah, come on hard times. Sounds like it's pretty fucking tough down there. And um, 
But reading the stories and that sort of thing, it looks like that all the staff are still employed, which is good. And um, you know, that it's that the thing that concerns me is the and it's what happens in VA, but it's like it's the restructuring of the debt thing thing that's happening again. Mm. And um, I think like I think they 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 said in the in the article, I can't remember if it's the Crafty or the Brews News one, that um it was the excise that was getting on top of them. Well, the Brews News, well, I think Matt Matt's made a comment about that in, in the Facebook group. And he, his article was a bit more detailed mm. than the Crafty Pint one, I think. But um it sound yeah, it sounded like there was ATO were a big creditor, but they they said they took on some debt, which perhaps just means they didn't pay their bill, bills to the excise for a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's it's said in there that they were profitable otherwise. Yes, which is interesting. So it's it, it. I mean, if if everything in that article is true, basically they're a company that would be profitable if not for debt that they can't service, which I would suggest is. Going to be a common thing in craft yes. beer. People are you taking can be on the, you can be profitable but debt. not cash flow positive. Yeah, and if you've taken on more debt than you can service, then you're effectively fucked. Yes. Um. But if there's, I suppose, I suppose, it, I suppose you could say that it's different to the other VAs that we've seen. In that, if everyone, assuming it's all true in the article, that you know everyone else has mainly paid up, and it's just the loans that aren't paid, then it's a little bit different mm-hmm. than not paying suppliers and all the rest of it. But yeah. Oh, look, I think it's you can see here that it's basically, you know, it says that Bruce News understands that many breweries currently struggling with excise debts incurred during COVID when the ATO allowed a deferment of excise and other payments. Trade since then has not picked up, leaving many breweries with significant excise debts they are struggling to repay. I would love to know how true that is. I, 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 I don't know. I, I I was in the industry during COVID and the year after COVID, and in my mind, there wasn't a lot of debt accumulating during that time. And I mean, I know it's different down there than it was up here, but twenty twenty one was a very good year. I, I don't think mm. it was. I, people mention the word COVID a lot when yes. they run into problems. I, I would I would like to see the specific numbers to know if it was actually a COVID problem. Yeah, yeah, fair um, enough. And I guess we will see the numbers eventually, but um. I think we've said it on this podcast before. It's a problem that people can just not pay the ATO. Yes. And then just get into a bunch of debt and then file for VA as a yes. way of getting out of it. Yes. It's going to come back to bite the entire industry. That, that Absolutely. The, and that's exactly what's going to happen is that, you know, this is the, what have we got? How many got this year? One, two, three, four. This is the fifth VA this year. Well, there's been shutdowns and, Yep, shutdowns as well and yeah. all that sort of stuff. And the, the the VAs in particular leave the ATO out of pocket to the tune of millions of dollars. Yeah. Well, one um, of them one of them said here in this Bruce News article, it mentioned administrators report looking at Western Australia's running with Thieves Brewery, which went into VA in August, has revealed its parent company owed the ATO more than $3.5 million at the time it called in administrators. Yes. That's, That's not necessarily all excise, though. That might be PAYG and all that sort of stuff as well. But still, That's a lot of money. Though, of money. Like, uh, Fuck yeah, yeah. They're not. A, I mean, parent parent company. I don't know how the ownership structure works, but like that's they're not they're not a particularly big brewery, were they? Nah, it was a big big venue, but but not not that particularly big brewery and that sort of thing. Um, yeah. Look, very sad. I hope they get through it. 
Um, and, um, you know, to the best of my knowledge, I, I, I still, it, it seems to me that sort of like, you know, everyone still has a job and all that sort of stuff, uh, whether that goes into the future, that's something, who knows, but here we are. Um, and it's still trading, which is really good. Still yeah. open, still making beer, brewery still full capacity. They said, um, you know, go and buy some smoked meat, have a beer, all that sort of stuff. Um, and, um, uh, you know, six weeks from now, we'll see what happens. I think that the trend of the ATO to vote to liquidate businesses, this might be the one that the ATO is going to vote to liquidate. I just don't see why they, well, I don't know how they voted on the other ones because they don't need to. They voted to liquidate. Right. Against against their interests in, in regards to, um, you know, not getting paid, not getting paid a penny for yeah. liquidation versus getting nine or 10 cents in the dollar or whatever happened and all that sort of stuff, but depending on the, on the VA in question. Yeah. Um, it would appear, and I'll I'll be corrected if, if someone has the, the the documentation to 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 back it up. Um, but I believe that the ATO has been consistently been voting instead of a docker to vote for liquidation. Right, but their vote doesn't get up because they need more than half of the shareholders. The, the no, no, no. So vote. so don't forget in a in a in a um in a docker situation, there are two votes, right? Well, yeah. technically there's technically there could be three, right? So one vote is a vote based on the amount of money owed, so $1, one vote. Yeah. Which in most cases the ATO is going to be a really big creditor with big big clout. Right. And then and then there's another vote based on the individual creditors. Yeah. And that includes each staff member gets a vote. And right? it's majority rules on that second vote? And it's, and it's majority rules on that as well, right? And so if one if the dollar vote goes different to the creditor vote, Right, the administrator has the defined deciding vote. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and so that's basically a way to make it fair that people who are owed more money have some clout, and that workers also get a say and that sort of thing in, mm. in the process. Right. Well, this is going to be um, interesting then. If 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 the ATO on on their side vote to liquidate, and there isn't that many of the other creditors, well, we don't know in particular. Um, right. But um, but. Typical brewery is going to have the same number of creditors because they all buy the same stuff from the same. Well, no, people. that's not necessarily true. I mean, they, they just made happen. Like, like you have reasons for deciding whether you pay people. Like that, they may have just decided not to pay the ATO, and they may have decided to pay their mm. multipliers because they wanted to keep getting malt, and they felt like that's they true. Could, yeah, they could just not but pay that, the ATO. But that can actually work against you. Oh, 100 percent. But that could have been because because if you pay all of your suppliers and you don't owe them anything and you go into VA. Then there's votes that aren't going to vote for a docker. That's what I'm saying. In, they're not in the That's vote, you know. Right. So it's really interesting. Um, but that's that's what I'm saying. There's, this, there's, this could there, be, this there will be there will situation. be a VA. Oh, who knows? We'll, know, we'll see. We'll wait and see. But they, but it's very easily could go the way that the ATO will just go. No, nah, we're going to liquidate, and Batch ever gets liquidated. Well, they but but they can't. They need both sides, right? Of course. Right. Because the administrator is never going to vote for liquidation. Hmm. Right? An administrator, it has to act in the best interest of the creditors. But then, as, how how is that? Where is the incentive to ever pay the ATO? I don't I don't understand. There's no, it's not. It's, it's fucking right. crazy. And so what? And so what's going to happen? And this is the thing. And this is the thing we will see in the very near future. 
is the ATO is going to reel in and shorten the leash of of breweries in Australia. Yeah, which is, which is gonna they, they've been they've been pretty lax. Yeah, and to well, be fair, the ATO the ATO has a sense of responsibility for extending that much credit to small businesses mm. on a very low margin business model. Right? Yeah, well that that was mentioned in the Bridge News article as well. It says that this week the ATO issued a media release cautioning businesses to engage with their tax and super obligations to avoid having their debts disclosed to credit reporting agencies. So what they're saying is any unpaid debts with the ATO that are more than 90 days old will be disclosed to credit agencies, which means if companies are trying to get loans, yeah, the banks will be ringing up saying, how come you owe the ATO yes. a million dollars? I didn't know they could do I didn't know they could do that, but yeah, that makes sense. Well, it sounds like a standard thing that they used to do. Yeah, well, they're just basically acting like any other business, that sort of thing. So that's pretty good. Mm. But even with this bad, this bad shepherd thing, like if 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 the if the business is fundamentally profitable and okay, but it just has too much debt, wouldn't the right thing to do would be to raise equity to buy to buy out the debt? Wouldn't that be what what you would do? I, I mean, that's what, that. that's what you would do if there wasn't an easy, it feels like this is like an easy out with this VA where companies are just like, we're, we're restructuring the balance sheet. Yes. And which basically yeah. means we're not paying the ATO or whatever. Other, or other any of our suppliers or what's this stuff. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. So if, if they, yeah. So it's going to have a lot of ramifications because it means that all of the major suppliers, you know, your cry malts and your Bintanis and all that sort of stuff, are going to offer less and less and less credit. And it's going to make it tougher for the industry that's going well, to have to do should. lots Shouldn't of... They? I mean, if they, they, they should, better. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. They should. Of course they should. Yeah. Pretty tough. Yeah. All right. Well, we wish them the best. Hopefully. Mm. I hope they, they come out of that all right. And I can imagine as well um, for um, Derek and Dee Dee and they've got a young family and that sort of thing, um, it's probably pretty stressful. And, oh, um, yeah. you know, I hope they're, um, hope they're doing well. Yeah, I bet. Um, okay, all right. M from that serious topic into this next serious topic. Yeah, I want want your feedback on whether Four Pines beer can make you fart less. What? We'll put this article in here for you. Beer and brewer. Four Pines beer can make you fart less. Well, I'm asking the question. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not presuming the answer. You, you're the. This is your. This is your red meat hendo. This is your. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Let me corner. have a look at you. So why is there seaweed in my beer, Tasmanian pills, and features a small amount of nori seaweed, most commonly found in sushi? Yeah, yum. At sushi this afternoon, mate. Nice. And um, I just in a bit of a Japanese mood today, and then I had a donburi for dinner. Have you had a donburi? No. So basically, it's bowl, rice, karaage chicken, fried chicken. Oh, yeah. And then mayonnaise. I think it's teriyaki sauce, and then melted cheese. Oh, that sounds delightful. And spicy sauce and spicy sauce. Nice. Never heard. There's one at the end of my street and I was like, never heard of Donburi. Walked in there. I said, what's a Donburi? They said, it's this. And I said, I'll have one of those. Yeah. Craggy chicken's the best. Huge. Huge. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I love it. Um, sea Forest Foundation, methane-reducing seaweed. If you drink the beer, you may potentially fart less. Do, do you get the the chemical that makes you fart less in the beer itself well i made the farting thing up to be fair <laughs> it's choked on your beer 
<laughs> Start choking that. I was, I was, it's the first time I've read the article and I'm looking for, I'm looking for that in the article. It's fucking beer, it's beer and beer magazine. I'm thinking, oh, okay, can, can, can it make you fuck? Okay, look, in fairness, I, um, deduced from this article that this chemic, this seaweed shit that they give to the cows to reduce methane by 98%. Yes. I assume reducing methane means making them fart less, right? That is exactly what it means. Okay. Yes. And so if you're putting this in beer, then wouldn't Will that make mean you fart less? It'd make you fart less. Well, we're not ruminants like cows. Fuck's sake, I need to be a reason why I was wrong. So cows, you know, have like four stomachs or stomach compartments or whatever the fuck it is. And they have different microbiome in their in their gut. Because they eat grass. And when yeah. you digest grass, it makes methane. Oh. Uh, we eat we eat Donburi. Yeah. Okay. So, so Donburi, if you eat Donburi, it doesn't make you fart and doesn't add to the climate change. So it's only if you eat but, grass that you fart a lot. Yeah. Well, and, and, and if if you eat grass and you're a cow. Oh, and you're a cow. Okay. Yeah. A ruminant. Maybe you're a goat. They're also ruminants. Obviously, smaller animal, less methane, less damage to the um, climate. Right. Okay. Well, sometimes I'm a ruminant. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, it's great beer. Let's let's move on. Let's um. Oh, yeah. Let's move on to the next one. IBA looking for HR providers. I just saw this on the IBA thing. So, do you remember when the IBA used to have like a safety? Kind of yeah, the Bruce thing. thing. Yes, yes. Yeah. I used to be on that committee. I still am on that committee. Well, I was, do I do safety or just education now? They split it. I think right. I'm not on the safety thing anymore, but I still okay. am on the education committee. Okay, well, maybe you can explain how this works. Because I, I remember when we looked at our safety program, I kind yeah, of that, at... that Brusafe, yeah, um, which was actually a third party company that was sort of licensed by the IBA. To, right. To that's what, that's what this is, I think, too. Yeah. But you had to pay for that, and it looked like like I don't. I, I kind of looked at it. I kind of looked at it generic and looked expensive, and so we yes. just kind of built yes. our own. Yeah. But yeah. is that what this is, or is this? Do you think this is like them trying to give away? Like, because what I think it sounds like, like what they're trying to do is trying to pool HR providers to provide HR support services to to members. Right, but then the members still pay for what they produce. Or are they going to create some sort of free policies and guidelines? I don't, don't think it'd be free. I think it'd be some optional thing you could pay for. Yeah. Okay. Well, great idea, though, you know, because you've got, you know, 600-plus businesses that all need some sort of HR function but can't afford it. And if this is a cost-effective way for those businesses to get access to HR functions. But the, the safety thing wasn't cost-effective from memory. I don't, like, I don't remember. No, well, this, well, this might be. It, it yeah. actually seems like. Uh, it's a little bit different. So whereas with the IBA safe yeah. that um, this third-party company was granted a license to use the word IBA safe, right, and then you went and dealt direct with them, this kind of looks like they're trying to engage a HR provider to provide a centralised pool for all for members who choose to be part of it. Well, yeah, I'm sort of thinking... It would be good if, if you know, like, because in the description there, it sort of talks about writing policies and having documents and editable templates and stuff and stuff like that. So if they built mm. contracts and you know policies and stuff like that and gave it to members for free or for you know reasonably cheap, 
that would be a good thing, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, if it's yeah. like the brewery safety one where it was just like it's just another consultancy that you have to pay, it's not really all that useful because you can just do that anyway without the IBA. Yeah, but they might they might be going for the bulk, bulk buying power thing. Make yeah, it perspective. Hopefully. hopefully, that's that's kind of that's kind of how it seems to me. I think it's a great idea. Let's see let's see how it pans out. Yep, agreed. Uh, Queensland Beer Awards calling for stewards and judges. Are you going to oh, be fuck, I involved? Sign up. I already am involved. I'm on the committee. What are you doing? Are you... I'm, I've been on the committee since like in 2018 or 2019 or something. You going to be a steward or no? Probably judge. Yeah, nice. Um, um, I've got a wine. Yeah, what have you got? Is it Pinot? It's Pinot Palooza weekend, though. Fucking oath, mate. <laughs> I hope you better get your fucking practice in, my friend. I am right now. Look, Pinot. But what have you got, Pinot? It's called 12. 12, Pinot. <laughs> Can you bring a bottle to wear with you? Fuck's sake. <laughs> 12, Pinot. That How good is, is that? so fucking good. Pinot Palooza week. Oh man, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, I, I, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I've actually got a spare ticket. Really? Yeah. You buy four t- How many tickets you buy? Four. Oh yeah. Okay. Should we auction one off? <laughs> I'll see if I can find a friend between now and then. Yeah. All right. Well, that's not bad. Not bad for a Dan Murphy's. Yeah, there Excellent. you go. Um, yeah, it's going to be pretty good, eh? I haven't done a wine festival in Yonks, so it should be pretty good. Do I yeah, have to dress I'm... classy? I've got to dress classy. I can't wear this fucking shirt. You can wear that, for sure. Reckon? Yeah. Chameleon drinking Jack Daniels. Yeah, I was going to wear this, but not anymore because I've retired, so I can't wear Yeah, so that's fair enough. We'll give it, it to up. Aaron. Yeah, Aaron can wear the hat. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Both me up there. <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, Royal board? Queensland Beer Beer Awards. Um, uh, sign up to be a um, a judge or a steward. A steward. Um, Mel McGrath from the RNA who does that does an outstanding job uh, running the competition. And Joss um, Erickson, who is the head steward uh, for the competition, does an amazing, phenomenal job. Oh my god. Um, and. Um, Oh, Graham Kovaleski, he's pretty good too. Does all the keg keg systems and stuff. There's just some great people. Nice. Um, Lee Lee from White Lies is on the committee. Um, myself, Shaco, uh, Clemmy, and um, so we all have our own roles. So I look after like all of the styles and style guidelines and stuff like that. Um, and then Shaco and I work on judging standards. I'm really proud of where the judging standards are in that competition so if you happen to be a brewery that is not from queensland they have a, a agreement with um the three pls like lickx and notice and stuff like that to bring your beer up to be judged um and um uh, i think it's included in your entry fee and um uh the, the 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 feedback that you get in that competition is phenomenal, right? We go to a great length to make sure that the words that the judges write, the feedback is good. We, we coach we coach the judges through. We have a couple of floating judges, and I think that's probably going to be might be me this year, hmm. is to be a floating judge, which I'd really like to to do because um, I've never done it before. 
uh, and basically sitting down and just checking on judges and making sure they're writing good notes and all that sort of thing. Uh, and then what happens afterwards is um, there'll be an anonymized spreadsheet sent to yours truly. Mm. That doesn't say the beer, doesn't say the brewery, just has the number and then right. the judge feedback yeah. uh, and also the style. Um, and then I go through and just double check to make sure that there's no words in there where you've got one judge says uh, the, 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 the body's too full and another judge says the body's too dry. Right. And contradictory comments and stuff like that, contradictory yeah. comments. Um, and there's like, you know, six or 700 beers. So mm. so that's that takes a good day to go through and that sort of thing. Most of the time it's good. Um, and, um, yeah, it's it's a, it's a good competition. Um, it's, a, it's a great competition if you are a brewery and you're looking to practice, have a practice dry run for um, the Australian International Beer Awards. Um, it's a very cost-effective competition. I think it's only like it's under $100 to enter. It's like $80, maybe $70 or something like that to enter yeah. a, a beer. And um, it's judged at the end of February, start of March. And, um, yeah, it's... Um, uh, a couple of months before the ad. Couple of, well, you can basically enter, get your feedback, and rebrew in time for the ARBAs. Yeah. Nice. Can, can so, I ask a technical question about how sure. the organisation works? Um, to, to save money before the event, do you send off all the trophies to get them engraved with Moffat Beach or just... just uh, it's more of a, a time-saving than, um, okay. than a money-saving thing, if you yep. know what I mean. Yep. Um, because... Well, I suppose you could get the bulk deal, right, on, yeah. on Moffat Beach parks and stuff like that, you know. Yep. Less um, plates. Yep. They've yep. already got them. That is correct, yes. Yeah. Yep. So why not? Yeah. All right. All right. Second last news item. Staff member of Burley Barrels Brewing claims workers are still owed thousands after the closure. This is the headline from Gold Coast Bulletin. You know these yep. headlines. They're fucking yes, yes. Always, always. Well, that's it's a it's a bloody um, news Murdoch, Murdoch. Yeah. yeah. So it's always going to be sensationalised. It is sensationalised. Yeah. But then, then there was some interesting stuff in that article, which people won't be able to read because it's behind a paywall. The bulletin don't like give out their stuff for yeah for free. Um, but it said thirty five thousand dollars wage. So, but the, the thing that I thought was interesting, well, one was said super not paid since April, and there was other things to do with tips and and whatever. But um, there was a quote in there that said. We've been working hard and closely with our solicitors and accountants. So this is from Pat, the the yes, um, owner. Yeah. We've been working hard and closely with our solicitors and accountants to determine if we can find a way to reorganize and keep the business and brand trading. And we hope to have a final advice on that in the coming weeks. That that's interesting, isn't it? Mm. Because they've liquidated yeah. all their equipment, right? Like like their equipment is in different breweries now. Is it? Has it all been liquidated? Well, I, that was my understanding. Huh. I could someone can dead wrong me on that if I'm I'm not right, but my understanding is like someone has picked up the kit and other bits and pieces, and hmm. so I thought there was no intention for them to continue trading. It's not like they're not in voluntary administration; they just sacked everyone, right? They just shut, they, yeah, well, they just so shut yeah. it down. And, hmm. Um, I've, I'm pretty sure it sounded like from that Gold Coast Bulletin article that the landlord must have taken, must have changed the locks or something. Yeah, it's interesting that they intend to, you know, if that's true, intend to keep the business and brand trading. 
not trading at the moment, is it? Not trading, and it doesn't. It, it they 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 sound like close, uh, specifically chosen words. You know, it's it's not saying reopen the brewery. Yeah, saying keep the business and the brand trading. So interesting. Anyway, I don't have any insider information. I don't know if you do, but um, interesting, depressing. Hopefully, the staff are okay and the everyone. Well, hopefully, get paid eventually. Yeah. Right, last one before the the uh, twelve questions and Hendo react. Right, yeah. Hendo on the how not to start Adam Brewery. It's how not to start a damn brewery. Oh, yeah, I'll just read it again. How not to start Adam Brewery. No, no, they do that because he doesn't want to have a swear word in his Facebook page. Adam, a damn, a damn. Oh, yeah. I thought his name was Adam or something like that. No, no, no. His name's Kelly Meyer or Kelly, Kelly. fucking Meyer. Wait, is it is it a guy or a girl? It's a guy. It's a guy, and his name's not Dan or Adam. No. Okay. It's Kelly. Okay. So, so, so you- okay. So, a bit of background is Kelly Meyer uh, used to own a brewery in the US um, that, uh, well, he was involved with a couple of breweries, but ultimately his brewery, uh, I think he shut down and sold it or got rid of it or it broke. I can't remember. I don't really know. He's actually written a book of the same name called How Not to Start a Damn Brewery. Right. Um, which you can get on Amazon. And, um, and so basically, this is basically the antithesis of Operation Brewery. Nice. All right. So here's how to you do, how to do the How to Start a Brewery book. And here's now not, How Not to Start a Damn Brewery. Right. right. <laughs> okay. And um, and so um, his book is really interesting. I think there's something like 10 points that he made about how not to start a brewery. And... Mm-hmm. Um, it's been really, um, it was a really, I haven't read the book, but I'd love to read it. Um, and so he's actually started a supporting podcast, right? It's actually a really interesting podcast. I've actually subscribed to it lately. Was, I don't listen to a lot of podcasts when I'm driving. Right. I have a fucking scooter now. So that's my podcast listening out the fucking door. You don't put the AirPods in or? A little bit dangerous. Can't okay. hear the two-stroke engine. Does, it takes away from the enjoyment. Fair enough. That's a bit dangerous. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and so he reached out to me because he said, oh, I heard about you and I want to get some better insight as to breweries that aren't American and and, and what happened to those businesses and that sort of thing. Mm. So we did an interview uh, when I just when I got back from South Africa and it went for four hours. And um, we talked about a lot of stuff around what the industry was like in the early 2010s and mid 2010s and stuff like that. Uh, what consumers were were buying, what was what was being bought, and all that sort of stuff. What the beers were like, uh, and what the business was like, what the industry was like, and and then it sort of went into the Brewcult story, and um, what went right with the business, what didn't mm. go right with the business, um, and there, there's some. It's really interesting because in his book. One of the things that he talks about is that most breweries and brew pubs should actually outsource their production because it's cheaper and easier and that sort of thing. How do you mean Whereas outsource as in contract brew? As in contract brew, yeah. Right. But the thing is, is that that's it doesn't work that way here because of excise and the excise refund and stuff like yeah. that. It's not not as effective, right? Um, it's, and also, it's, it's also a, a well, yeah. I suppose you just said it, but you, you can't. You can't really have a brewery if you don't make your own beer. Well, you can't, you can't really he, get see, a license that's, for. But that's what he talks about, right? Mm. Is that 
is he he sort of he sort of speaks to the fact that punters don't give a fuck if you've got a brewery, but they do give a shit about the people involved with the business. Yeah, they care more about the people involved with it. I'm keen to listen to his point. And um, and so anyway, so if you have a look on uh, Amazon for how not to start a damn brewery, and there his podcast is on all the podcast platforms. And coming out this weekend is the episode that um, uh, that 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 features uh, me. And do you think he will um, put the full four hours on there, or do you think he will edit it? I'm not sure. That's a long fucking podcast. I've listened yeah, to four hour podcast before. Well, you know, you might put it on fucking one point two speed. True. I'm looking forward to it. I, I'm, I, I, um, yeah, me too. I could listen me to it too. now, so we could talk about it rather than talking. Yeah, about it. Well, maybe we can talk about it when I get back from Vietnam or something like that. And yeah. um uh and um yeah it was basically um uh it was a very insightful chat. There were some really tough, tough moments in there that were very um uh emotional for me. Yeah uh, to sort of recount stuff that I haven't really spoken to a lot of people about. I know Adam Shell. I spoke. I had a long chat with him on Aussie Beer Voyage and stuff like that. But there was stuff that was not discussed in Aussie Beer Voyage. It's a little bit of overlap, but a lot of stuff that wasn't discussed in Aussie Beer Voyage that we went into, particularly around the slow train wreck, which was Brewcult going under and that sort of thing. Yeah, and um, and it was um, um, it was it was tough. Some of it, and 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 uh, today you would have seen on my personal Facebook that I posted that 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 it was upcoming and that sort of thing. Um, and and as I was sort of writing that post, I I, I think I wrote in there, um, it was a really um insightful long chat about my history in the industry, particularly and it focuses on brew cult in particular, um, and how even after, you know, an industry that chewed me up and spat me out. That I am st- still passionate about it, you know, mm. um, because and you know, and and without giving away the episodes, because I've changed my my role in in the industry, and um, yeah. it's something that I'm more comfortable with, and so um, yeah, it's 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 really good. So we'll put a link to that in the show notes, and um, the photo that he put up there, <laughs> I've actually got all the photos. So back in 2014. You know Matt Hoffman? Yes. So Matt Hoffman, um, you know, he was going through his alternative model phase back then. Fuck, that's nearly 10 years ago. God damn. Yeah, anyway, I went to I went to your bar at that around that time and he was there serving beer. He served us beer. Mm. Oh, that's good. What do you do? Oh, that's there? good. What do you got this there? This is the Hawker's Earthly Delights. Oh, oh Hawker's. Oh, fuck, Mazin. Got to ring that guy. No, it's a Manson. Manson. Mazen. It's not Mazen. It's a Manson. What's look. Manson? It's a spear style. Manson. Oh, there you go. See that? Nice. It's Mazen's Mazen's Manson. There you go. Where the can looks from. Yeah, it's pretty good. I reckon they should have just called it a Mazen Manson and put his fucking photo on it. But anyway, here we are. So let me show you some of these photos. It's fucking really good, eh? So I'll share my screen here. It's so good. So here's fucking Hendo 10 years ago. Wow, yeah, that's great. Have a look, have a look at him. It's just not wrinkly. He's oh, we're the same weight now. Because I've lost you just, a bit of weight you this just year. look like more like of a cartoon character than you do now. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. This no, was no beard. This was back There's when no I beard. made you into a cartoon. It was it was so easy. That's right. Yeah, it was. It's easy. Just draw a fucking circle and stick an eyes and nose exactly. and mouth in there. Exactly. Right. Um. And there's me. Oh, with that's the good. So basically, so if you if you're listening to the show, come and watch it on YouTube because um, there's basically what happened was I had Matt take some photos of me in a suit in the Cavalier Brewery with steam going and all that sort of stuff, and uh, basically it was just very alternative model like and all that sort of stuff. So you look a little very... bit like Robbie Williams in that particular yeah. pic right there. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I mean, um, I say that with a lot of. A lot of I'm going to see Robbie Williams in a couple of weeks at Cirque. Oh, he's such a great era entertainer. Entertainer, he's, he's the best. Good. He's the king, king of pop. I, know, I would go. I'd, I'd go see that. Oh, anyway, here's me in the. Oh. You're a bit more. That. Bit more sultry, I would say. Yeah, you got the very, legs. Very. You got the legs open a little bit, suggestively. That's right. That's um, right. Got the hand in the pocket there. That's right. Yep. 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 And you're yep. looking the full uh, package, curious, so to speak. But- Serious but suggestive. Let's, yes. let's put it like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, how about this on the palette? Oh, oh sorry, Jesus and malt bags. Christ. Wow. With That's... my favourite malt. It's like Munich, why I'm in Munich malt. I mean, you have your you have your legs open. Yes. Almost to the one, one leg One leg up on a stack of malt bags. Yeah. And then I'm sitting next to a... Uh... And your head, is, your head is obnoxiously high. Your chin is obnoxiously... Like you're almost looking down yes. at the viewer. Well, I am sitting on five sacks of malt, of course. You're sitting on the malt with your legs open, looking down yes. at me like I'm a yep. piece of shit. That's right. Should yeah. I post these photos in the Facebook group? <laughs> Probably should. All right. And, oh, oh, okay. Bit of, bit of fork, bit of milk the forklift action. Wow. In the, in this one, I feel like your your facial expression does not ma- match your body language. You're like extremely relaxed down below and and extremely serious up top. Yeah. Well, that's that's um, business up top party. It is. This is the mullet photo. This one. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Um, how about this one? This is the one that he oh, posted wow. on the thing. So that's almost the, that's almost the blue steel. That one. A little bit. A little bit. Of, I'm not looking at the camera. No, but, but there's a pro- um, but it is a proper modelling shot. There is me on the uh, brew house here. Yeah. Uh, this one's really gangster. Look at this one. Oh, that's affection. That is. That's, Let's have that a little means, snuggle. That's a, that's a guy who really loves his wine and malt. Yeah, you can see the way your head is tilting towards the malt. That's the sign. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You so, really like that thing. Your head is touching. You're, you're tip to tip with the malt. That is right. Yes. Dome to yeah. dome, you might say. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Still sad <laughs> face. A lot of sad face. But there's oh, sad face God. again. <laughs> this must be towards the end. This one is uh, in the tanks and that sort of thing. And, that's straight uh, up depression, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That Well, I was a, a brewing company owner that didn't make any money. So, yep. 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 And then there's that one. Oh yeah, I actually look really fucking good in that one, eh? Yeah, that's pretty good. Bit of steam coming out of the uh, the brew house vessels. Yeah, and then like we the got this, fuck. um, and we got this lovely uh, lass, oh, wow. um, Hannah Hannah Schleisinger. She's actual model. She's very fucking tall. And uh, we went to uh, Ale House Project, and we just shot some um, photos in there with the old psychedelic series. That's the old school psychedelic series in there. Yes. You're looking deep into my soul in that photo. Yeah, <laughs> and then we did this one. Oh wow! Oh wow! You're not interested at all in what's happening over there. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not even looking. So, <laughs> if you I knew what to, was going I can't on there, show that I can't show that one for very long because that one could get me in trouble. But which um, one? No, what one? That one. Why? Uh, it's too. It's 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 it was okay in 2014. It's probably not okay in 2023. So. Oh, okay. But uh, you know, H- Hannah was 
she she had a lot of fun and all that sort of stuff. So is it because is it because she was wasting beer? Is that the reason? Probably, probably, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Well, that was that was good, Hendo. And um, so that was a lot of fun. And so, uh, yeah. So go check out the um, how not to. Would you want to see some other fucking funny photos while we're here? Because I just fucking dug up this fucking. Um, and, I'm, and I've had bloody three and a half standos of beer. Yeah, no, let, let's well bring it out. Just open up your phone, well, your DMs. May as well fucking send up. it. Yeah, rightio. Okay, so, all right, I'm going to show you. Oh, God. Um, so I was in Australia's Surfing Life magazine in March 1993. Oh, yes. I think I've seen this one. So that's the cover, right? That's $4.95. Oh, no. 94. March 94. That is not me, no. No. And so that's basically the page with me in it and... There's that guy down the, the bottom there, Steve Henderson, 19, student. Oh, that's crazy. So we'll zoom in there. So have that's a look at that. Crazy. <laughs> student. So that's me recounting my heaviest shark experience. Wow. Down at Fingal. Reading this. I, I couldn't fucking surf, man. You want me to read it? I'm reading it, right? I was wondering why they were jumping up and down, waving from the beach. So what happened, right, was I was out at Fingal. Right, oh, which yeah. is pretty notorious for sharks. I was out with four or five friends, and they all suddenly went in, and I was still wondering why they were jumping up and down, waving at me from yeah, the beach. Yeah, One of the guys paddled back up to me and went like this with his hand. He sort of went like a shark fin yep. going through the water. And you and, went, I've uh, never paddled went, so quickly went, oh, in life, I reckon. I reckon. Panicked fully. Probably a silly thing to do now I think about it. Mm. Yep. 19. 19 fucking you got years the, um, anyway. You got the chain yeah. on there as well. Fuck Yeah. Look at that haircut. The hair is great. And also hair. the facial expression is so different to all the other photos you've shown me. Fucking nice, man. I was a pretty good looking strapping young lad, eh? You know, the, the other the other thing I noticed about all your photos is your hands are very big. Look yeah. at the length of that finger. What's going on there? It looks like an AI photo. From surfing. It's all the surfing. Look, your middle finger is almost the length of your head. It's amazing. Mm. Um, And then, um, oh, I can't show you some of those photos. I am not showing you those photos. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we'll pause the recording and you can show me. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that was me in Australia's Surfing Life magazine. And, uh, yeah. Okay, well, I'm very much looking to this interview on how to not to start Adam Brewery. A damn brewery. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to come lose... out this weekend. Um, when it when it comes out, I'll post a link to the Spotify fucking thing or whatever it is and um, um, have a listen and uh, yeah. it should be good fun. I'm keen to listen to it. All right, let's let's do. We're fucking we're we're running out of time here. This is this oh, getting okay. out of control. This is just turning into how to Adam Brewery a brewery. Adam, so Adam Brewery. Am I doing Hendo React? Well, do you want to? We'll just do twelve questions because I think. Uh, let's do twelve questions then. Let's yeah, do twelve questions. Enough. I feel like we're running out of time here. Um. All right, I'll come back to that supercars one because that was some great stuff from Luke. But um. Yeah, are we going? Uh. Well, let's read that thread first. Let's let's see if we got any questions first because. Okay. Um, I've put in here in our group, which I do every week. I ask people what questions they have of you or me or comments. Sometimes just some shit posting. And right. We read them out live, having not seen them before, and then we we react. Yep. And then we react. Yeah. All right. So All right. Hit far away. Paul James, first name, first name. Question: Colon is the Sydney to Hobart next on the docket for Dan and Aaron? Well, fuck no. <laughs> not unless not unless Aaron is the skipper, because mm. this hat here has been retired. Well, you know, the good thing about the Sydney to Hobart, no fucking shoals. No shoals? No land? In the middle, you're in the middle of fucking nowhere. No Can shoals. You Google Maps? No. 
No. Uh, I'd say that's a that, there's a, a sailing would be. Do you know what you need to get? You probably need to get a sextant. Excuse me. A sextant. What is it? Tell me what that means before I comment on what you just said. A sextant is a navigation device for ships back in the day before GPS. I've got my key. It's got a. It's got the northeast thing on it, but I don't think it works. That's a that's a compass, not a sextant. Oh, uh, different. Yeah. So a sextant is how you navigate via the stars. Oh, okay. Mm. I like Google Maps, um, mm. but mm. it doesn't matter now because I'm not. I'm no longer a captain, so it's yeah, fine. Just to land. All right. Then the next one in here was early pod question for the New Felons Brewers shirt. The is. Is the new felon's brewer shirt the right color? Have you seen this thing? Mm-hmm. The work of art, this thing. It's amazing. I wonder what job gets done at felons well, to require that color. It's called a brewer's shirt, I assume, for a reason. Yeah, okay. Well, what job? It said, not your average flanny, designed with a brewer's wardrobe in mind. Our brewer's yeah. shirt is made from 100% hand-woven Japanese cotton for a premium trans-seasonal layer. That's a fucking. That's so a basically, so basically, we've got we've got the flano for dry hopping, we've got the flano for centrifuge, mm-hmm. work production. Let's have a look at the list here. Accounts. Yeah, we've got accounts. Uh, do we have marketing? This this could be marketing. No, no, no. We didn't know it was on the brewery. It was only brewery only. Huh? It was only in the brewery floor. This one. Yeah. No, well, our list of flanos. Let's have a look. We've got red and black dry hopping, green and black yeast wrangling. Yeast wrangling, blue yes. Blue and black p- p- Pennywise's packaging. Yep. Green, yellow, black Freddy is accounts. Yep. Black and grey Adam T- Adamski's work production. Yep, work production, yeah. Black and red wet hopping, 9th Street Dixon. That's like the variation of the dry hop I know. Yes. We've got the Pantera Cowboys from Hell as the coffee roasting. This is brown. Yeah. And we've got the, the fishing, which is the crabber. Which is the nautical themed one? Yeah, yeah. So if so, this is a brewer's shirt, right? Well, let's just describe the colours first. So we've got it's pink and we've blue got purple. And... We've got peach. Yeah, peach, peach. Yeah, sandy sort of colour. We've got blue in there. Some. Thick... It's a very har- harlequin like. I know. Yeah, and it's it's got a lot of a lot of thin lines and some thick lines. It's it's not yes. a, it's not a simple flannel. It's a very very no. complicated flannel. Yes. And so what job in the brewery would they possibly need a felons to require something so complex? Uh, Centrifuge? Something to do with barrel aging, maybe? Oh, there we go. Yeah. They've got a very extensive barrel program. I was was dead wronged about that. Yeah. On this very pod. What do you mean? Well, I remember because I was like, I went to the barrel hall and they just got barrels everywhere, but no barrel aged beer. No, no, they got lots of. And they're all painted. Things. You were definitely dead wrong. Oh, I was, I was dead wrong. Yeah, I was dead yeah. wrong. Yeah, yeah, that could be the barrel aging flannel. Stick it in. I think there. it's the barrel aging flannel. Stick it in the list. All right, barrel aging flannel. So, is this um, when I ultimately win this over under competition? Because I'm sitting here at eight six at the moment. Is it eight six or eight five? Eight mm-hmm. eight five. I'm sitting here at the moment. It's first to twelve. Right. Yep. So when I win this, can I choose that flano, or does it have to be a Dixon flano? No, no. We can. You can choose that one. You ever seen the price of that thing? How much is it? Have a look. 
That's extra uh, small. I'm I'm amazed. I don't know where it, I don't know where it big. is. How do I find that? The price is one hundred and thirty dollars. What? One hundred and thirty bucks for a flannel barrel barrel aging dry hop flannel. I mean barrel aging flannel. That's wildflower pricing. Yep. Well, <laughs> it's 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 an aged flannel. It's a dry aged flannel. That's what you <laughs> that's what you pay. It looks worth every every cent of it. Look at that oh, thing. Sake. Oh my god, that's huge. <laughs> I'd still pay it though. Hundred percent. I don't have to pay it because I'm going to win it. <laughs> I'm a, paying. You reckon? We'll fucking see, mate. We'll see. <laughs> don't count your chickens before they hatch. Oh, I'm clearly, clearly winning this. Um, okay. All right. Question number three. Um. Oh, here we go. We've got. All right, Stephen Kegel. Question: mm. What did Aaron say when Captain Dan got beached? All right. <laughs> And <laughs> that's a good question. Adam Shell <laughs> Adam Shell said beached as bro. We said that about 50 fucking times until we mm-hmm. were bored. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Paul James replied, she didn't look happy. Yeah. There were definitely moments in those videos where she didn't look happy. But I didn't I didn't capture like all of it because there was parts of it where uh, like uh, the bit I captured was when we were finally getting out of the, the um the five hours. Yes. Being stuck. But I didn't capture the the heart sinking moment where I got bogged. Five minutes later, and then finally bogged as we could see the pub coming in, and bogged again for the third time. Um, didn't capture, didn't capture those moments, and didn't capture those words. And um, I'm not going to repeat what was said because I want to be driven round by the captain. Navigation, <laughs> navigation map. Yeah. <laughs> Buy one. No, Aaron. Aaron is a trooper. She's one of the twelve. Thank God. Oh my God. It could have could have been very bad, but it, it was great. It was good fun. She's the best. All right. Adam Shell, observation in capitals, colon, if my maths is correct, and it always is, this episode is a factor of 12. What? I was wondering if anyone, namely you, what, was going what to What episode is it? It's 96. Huh. Well, there you go. Um, I knew that. You are correct, Adam Shell. There you go. Thank Fantastic you. Fantastic stuff. That's why I'm celebrating with Pinot Palooza. Celebrate? Wine. It's a celebration episode. And you didn't notice again, like you didn't notice last time it was a factor mm-hmm. of 12. Mm-hmm. So I think it was 84. Yeah. Huh? Also didn't turn up to our only ever meetup. That's that's a... I, I turned up just like... That's fine. That's fine. All right. Darren Gittin's question. How many kilograms of scooter parts will Hendo bring home from Vietnam? Oh, yeah. A lot of scooters over there. Oh, that's a... I actually haven't really considered that. Um. So, yeah, Vietnam trip coming up next week for Brew Asia Conference. I have absolutely no reason to be there. Not speaking at the conference. Oh, I'm going to be helping PK and Ryan on the beer 30 stand and stuff like that. Okay. Um, which I'm looking forward to catching up with um, PK, Ryan, Madam T, which would be pretty good because she's like um, Vietnamese. So it's going to be like just like family. Like when she was here in Brisbane, she took us around to some random Vietnamese friend's place and got absolutely fucking blasted. I couldn't – Ryan had to take me out the front – Getting an Uber because I couldn't find my way out. And then I lost my glasses. Oh God. It was it was I was cooked. Cooked. And um uh so that's kind of what I'm expecting. So I fly out on Tuesday, fly back on Sunday, whole bunch of events, uh Bru Asia, a bunch of side events. So keep an eye on my fucking socials because it's gonna be dumb as shit. Because that's what I do. 
All right. Chuck a little bit of an update in the group and buy some scooter parts. And I actually got travel insurance. I have to check if. Pretty sure I did it because I'm fucking smart like that. I've got my travel insurance certificate here, which says um, extras, motorcycle pack. Nice. That's, yeah, I'm, that's I'm covered. I'm covered for being on a motorcycle because I anticipate being on a motorcycle. A lot of cycling happens in Vietnam. A lot of two-wheel activity. Yeah, a lot of two-wheel activity. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So because in, in Vietnam, and same it's probably same as Thailand and stuff like that, you get like a Grab, a, which is like Uber, but it's a motorbike. Right. And um, that's how you get around. And I don't know if there's tuk-tuks, but we had a tuk-tuk last time with um, Mazin and the Big Shed Boys and, and uh, more of a PK Thailand and Ryan. Yeah, that is Thailand. But, yeah, yeah. We, we had them race yes. last year. We did the race. And um, yeah, nearly fucking died. But I was having a ball. If I was going to die, then I'd die happy. If you if you almost die in Vietnam on a scooter, can you like film it like I did with the boating activity, so we could all follow along and enjoy it? Fuck yeah! All right, fucking oath. Very good. Don't want to die. No, film it. No, I don't want you to either. Because not only will I have to find a co-host for next week, I'll have to find a co-host for every week going forward. Yeah. Who are we think for next week? Maybe I can ask Adam from How Not to Start at Adam Brewery. Well, it's going to be the middle of the night for him. Oh, okay. Right. Won't ask him. All right, Phil Sharp. He's an act- he's actually a really interesting character, and we definitely need to get him on the show. Yeah. All right. Well, well, the twelve have been asking for interviews, so yeah. Why don't you ask him? Let's let's let let's listen to that episode, and if, if the twelve like it, okay, get him on, and he can give us a summary of his book and his um things not to do right in a brewery. That's, That's actually a really good idea. Okay, I'm down for that. I'll worry. I'll reach out to him. Okay. Cool. Right, Phil Sharp question. Did Adam Shell did Adam Shell that one pick up at Bermuda? The fuck <laughs> Bermuda, which was last Saturday. Okay. And it was basically slipstream, ballistic, hiker, and um Helios. And there was a bus going between them. And Adam Shell said to me, he said, Are you coming to Bermuda? And I was like, Yeah, sure. He goes, you got to dress up in your lederhosen. I went, really? What are you wearing? He goes, I'm wearing a dirndl. And I rock, and he sends me a photo, and motherfucker's wearing a dirndl, like a like a German dress. Okay. So I put my lederhosen on, and, and we double dated. Oh, I see. Did Adam Shell that one pick up at BIM? I still don't understand. Well, he had to because he was dressed up really fucking sexy. Oh, Okay, so wait, what were the Did you not see the photos? No, I did. I wonder what the fuck was going on. That's that's what was going on. He was cross-dressing. <laughs> it's 2023. We're, we're fucking down for it all. It's all good. Okay. Um, to clarify, I did dance with him, but definitely wasn't me. Well, Phil Shaw, Adam Shell. Here's a photo of some... Chick dancing, Phil Sharp with the thing on. Some guy with a dress is Adam Shell. Some guy whose face is covered up, who I think is Phil's business partner. Dan. But Dan, but I can't actually see his face because he's covered up by a hand. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Um, and then Phil Sharp, I think my daughter was pretty excited. Haha, probably not as drunk as dad. Though. Jesus Christ. Well, wow. it sounded like a fun event, mate. Big day, big day. Wow. Oh, Okay. Opened up Bathurst at 10 a.m. the next day. Wow, there you go. All over it. Nice. 
Nice. Sounds like a good time. So who were the breweries involved in this beer meter situation? Slipstream, Ballistic, Hiker, and Helios. Is that a not a problem that there's four breweries? Wouldn't it make sense to have three breweries given it's a is it the bit the, the triangle or that's not a well it used to be. Okay. But now hiker exists. So yeah. So it's no longer a triangle. None of this makes any sense. I'm just saying. I'm pointing yeah. out none of this, none of this. The statement didn't make any sense. This whole situation makes no sense. No, nothing makes sense anymore, mate. Let's um wrap this up with a bit of Hendo React, should we? Mm-hmm. We've got three little links here for you. Well, one of them actually involves, has music that is proprietary. Okay, share, so oh, okay. That in mind. Oh, well, I haven't I think shared it's the sound. last one. Should I share, share sound? Yeah, but on the last one, I feel like that last one might get us into trouble because they play a song that I, you know, like if they play it on TikTok, we're playing it. I don't know what the rules are. Just fucking send it, I reckon. Last week we got gambling advice and we we're fine. And TikTok again. Yeah. Yep. What's going on there? Why did it stop? Why did it stop? Oh, there we go. So it's showing oh, a glass emptying. That's nine days in. Is it evaporating? Oh, I know it's happening. Good on you, mate. You just made fucking malt extract. Go buy a Cooper's kit. It's way faster. Wow, okay. So basically what happened is this guy naturally evaporated beer, a glass of beer into liquid malt extract. For 90 days. Well, it was 90 days, it looked like. So uh, I've got the new firmware version of my my Pixel fucking pods. Mm. So if it's playing music and I talk, it thinks I'm trying to talk to someone and pauses the music. Oh, I see what's happening. So I don't know how to turn that off yet. Well, then how are you going to react to something if you can't fucking talk at the same time? I'll react at the end. Oh, I see. But I okay. Or you can can react. Okay, I'll explain what's happening, then you can react at the end then. Yeah, okay, good. You can react with your facial expressions. Mm -hmm. You can react with your facial expressions. Fast, I can shotgun this beer. Well done. Shotgunning a beer, not to suck, but to blow onto you. Do you know, remember last week when we watched that one and it was someone doing that and I just assumed it was a mistake, but I saw that one today and now I'm thinking it must be actually like a trend where you do that to your partner. TikTok trend. For a bit of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Probando la combinacion. The cerveza. Oh, I'm going. So basically probando la la combinacion de cerveza con yakult is means I'm going to make a combination of beer and yakult. There you go. This is the one with the music and also goes for quite a while. You guys, one of them's got some new cult. One of them's got a beer. 
Now when you cool, he pours into a beer glass, he fills it up with beer. No hay mucho que decir, se ve diferente, se ve diferente. No sé si voy a sonar como un loco, pero a mí se me antoja. They look very happy. The cheers. Salucia. And they look surprised at how delicious this is. And they smashed the whole thing. Well, one of the guys did. Sabe como una cerveza. The other had like one sip. Muy rica y por alguna razón muy refrescante. Es una delicia. No puede ser. They look like they enjoyed it a lot. Probar esta receta que está riquísimo. It's lower than the other guy. Otros. Sí, straight up, yeah, they look so happy. Oh, and... okay. I can translate this if you like. Yeah. Um, so basically, um, he's saying uh it's 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 enough good. Um okay. it has a, a taste with a taste of a of a beer, um, but it's more creamier, more okay. rich. Yep. Uh, and it has uh, a little uh, raison. I don't know what raison is, but it has a little bit of raison. Mm. It's very refreshing. Yep. It's uh, delicious. It's a delicious. I can't, I, I can't uh, seem to see. Uh, uh, he's, I, he's, I don't know what he's saying. It says it's very definitive and we... Recommend it. Recommend. Recommendamos. We recommend it. It's really, it's very, very good. There you which go. Which is Yakult, Yakult and beer. So how's my right. fucking Spanish, mate? It's pretty good. I uh, okay. can listen to it way better than I can speak it. That's a couple of, that's a, a summer in uh, Guatemala. And yeah, that's pretty good. 20, 20, 25 years ago. I've got always got your cult in the fridge because the child here drinks it. So I could probably try that live on the pod if we if we believe what they're saying. It's muy refrescante, so go for it, mate. It's highly recommended. No refreshing. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's that, creamier. That too. I'm not gonna do that tonight. But the thing but is, is that Yakult's just lactobacillus bacteria, so you may as well drink a fucking kettle sour. Okay. That's probably why it tastes good. Mm. Very good. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, see you at uh, Pinot Palooza. See you at Pinot Palooza. What time is Pinot Palooza? 11. 11. Okay. We've got this. Starts at 11, so we need to meet up at 10. We're going to go for drinks. a beer first? Fuck yeah. All right. Felons? Let's uh, get those maybe Felons or Finn Cools or something like that. So, Where is it? It's at the convention center, right? It's, no, it's at, oh, no, the, it's at the showgrounds. Eka. Showgrounds. Okay. Oh, well, there's a few breweries around there. Think of something. I don't know if they're open. Going to be open at ten o'clock in the morning, though. That's true. But Finn McCool's or something will be open in the morning. In the, in yeah. The, okay. We'll go for a beer morning. somewhere. Maybe brewery after. And then we'll go and have a beer afterwards somewhere. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. All right. See you Saturday. See you, mate. Love your work. <laughs>